Okay, I'm going to record this, and then I'm going to I'm going to post the podcasts. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm going to post the podcast. You you have to understand what I'm saying. This the t- time is so weird. If you're listening to this, I've already posted all the podcasts, so it's not like uh, it's so strange. Anyway, uh, the oldest child and I listen to Haunted Road podcasts every morning on the way to. It's like a ten minute drive to school. It's not very long. The longest part of the drive was like getting out of our development here, out of our little complex, uh, and then sitting at the light. No, no right turns. And sometimes I do make a right turn, I will admit, but I you have to creep very slowly because there's a big brick wall, and that's why there's no right turns because the cars, you think there's nobody coming, and then, uh-oh, it's a, it's a, brick, a brick wall that hides uh, kind of a bend, and so if there's a car coming, you will not see it until it's too late, but you can, you can creep just enough, and you, you can creep just enough where you're not out in the road, but you can see if a car is coming, but it is, you know, generally speaking... If it's past eight in the morning, I'll uh, I sit at that late at light. I don't care. I'll I'll wait for it to turn green. Um, but usually, let's be honest, my twelve year old is not always ready quite at the time. Uh, so we, you know, we usually we're getting there right at eight o'clock or maybe you know eight eight between eight and eight o five, and we're, you know. They let the kids in at like 10 of 8. And so we're never, other than like the first two weeks of school, there's no way in hell that we're getting there at, at 10 minutes to 8. Uh, that just, that very rarely happens. If we're there three minutes before 8 o'clock, I'm like blown away. Uh, anyway, so we listen to this Haunted Road podcast. And, uh, you know, it's uh, most of the, it's you know driving through the neighborhood and then there's a little bit of highway and then there's, some back roads, and then boop, here we are at the middle school. And we listen to this, and I've mentioned it before. She has, it's Amy Bruni, who's on, like, Ghost Hunters, and she has her own shows and all that shit that you'd find on, uh, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, uh, on, like, Discovery Plus, let's say, you know, the Travel Channel, those, those kind of shows. That's, that you know, the ghost things, the paranormal this and that. And she has a nice podcast, and she does a nice description. I've mentioned this before. She goes through the history. It's like one different haunted location. This week we're listening to one that's like the Gettysburg uh, battlefield and cemeteries and the hauntings there and such. And one there's a Hawaiian some some like plantation thing in Hawaii was a lot of the last one. And there was a and all kinds of anyway. And I've done this before on the podcast. There's you know a couple weeks ago we were listening to one and the guy was. He sounded very uh, talking about the ghosts, and I, it was hard to tell. He almost sounded Canadian, but I think he was really from Chicago. But I gave him more of a Canadian accent when I talk, you know. And the ghost burns you; he touches your skin with a hot breath, and you say, "Ouchie!" And that's a ghost. You just got ghost burns, and they're just so they they just create stuff out of nothing. In my very skeptical opinion. You know, everything can be explained. Like one night we woke up in the middle of the night, a loud banging sound on the floor. And I said, oh, my God, what the hell was that? And we're, the wife and I both, it was so loud. And I finally I just I turned on, I don't know if I turned on a light or my cell phone flashlight or something. And there was a hammer just next to the bed on the floor. And now these ghost hunter type people would say, oh, my God, the ghost tried to kill me with a hammer. But like. 
in the closet, we have some small little tool kits. And just out of laziness, I think I just put the hammer like on top of the box that kind of has a curvature to it. So that between just like opening and closing the closet door and me, you know, fishing around for shirts and stuff and bumping into the shelf inside the closet has tool things on it. The hammer was just sitting on top of one of the boxes and we knocked it, you know, at, at some point it probably just very, unless you had a little, you know, time-lapse camera on it, you probably couldn't even notice the very slight movements that, you know, gravity was just bringing this hammer a little bit closer and closer towards the edge of the toolbox. And then in the middle of the night, it just slid. It was slowly, slowly. During the day, probably all day, the hammer was probably, you know, if you had a time lapse on it, it probably would look like a ghost because the hammer is just very slowly, probably in real time. You couldn't even tell that it's moving. But if you had a time lapse, night vision, whatever, you'd probably, oh, goodness gracious. Oh, look at this card skimmer found. Sorry, interruption here. I told you about my debit card. I had to get it replaced. Card skimmer found at Manchester, New Hampshire, 7-Eleven. I haven't used the Manchester, New Hampshire 7-Eleven, but there was also a card skimmer found at a Manchester, New Hampshire Walmart last week. And I'm telling you, somebody put a goddamn card skimmer on who knows where, any any number of places. Around, I mean, Nashua is only 20 minutes from Manchester. You think the guy just went to Manchester and he didn't put any card skimmers around Nashua? No. And I'm telling you, you're going to find out about it. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was a card skimmer at uh, at a BJ's gas station or you know one of those things. Check out BJ's checkout. I don't know. Costco. Check, who knows? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, anyway, what's this now? But up, but up, but up, but up, ah. Uh, anyway, back to the ghosts. I just happened to see that on the news. I said, "Oh boy, oh boy." Um, so the uh, so the ghost, and it's just funny because, like, Amy Bruni is a pretty cool customer. You almost, she almost, she doesn't strike me as one of the ghost hunting type people, which is probably why she's so popular. She seems, she seems like um. I don't know, like your kid's fifth grade teacher or something, you know, like a middle school teacher, like she's she's kind of fun loving, um, smart, you know, uh, just kind of, I don't know, she doesn't, she just doesn't, and I don't know what the caricature is of a of a ghost hunting type, but I sort of have this thing in my head of just like, you know, a little, it's a little off, a little off, and that's, you know, that's why she has TV shows. Cause she's a, she just, she exudes credibility, which is very important. Because a lot of these people just seem nutty. But that's what's great about this podcast is the people that she has on, and they're they're pretty mild mannered, but they do seem a little nutty. And they'll talk about just the silliest things, and they'll be like, "I was definitely a ghost." Trust me. Um, you know, one guy was uh, like uh, the Mark Twain house they were talking about, and the ghosts of Mark Twain, and. It's like I was, you know, and this one guy's talking about how, like, you know, I was in the Mark Twain house in the Mark Twain's reading room, study, library, whatever it was. And he was, you know, he's known for he would just chain smoke cigars all day. The rumors are that he smoked a hundred cigars a day or whatever. Well, I don't know what it was. But he was just nonstop, cigar after another, after another, smoking, smoking, cigars, cigars, cigars. 
And he said, I'll tell you, I went into that room and I could smell cigar smoke. I could smell. And he's like basically like, yeah, it was ghost cigar smoke, the ghost of Mark Twain. And it's like, and we're already laughing about this. Like, well, didn't you, don't you think that a house that has been pretty much preserved for all these years where a guy smoked that much and the smoke, you know, that smell, you know, you ever go into an apartment? Uh, you know, my grandmother lived in an apartment in Glens Falls, New York. God, I hated going there. It was so, oh man, it was so depressing. It was just so depressing. I just, I felt so like, oh my gosh. And I used to, even as a kid, because you could see the difference, like, okay, uh, my one set of grandparents have a really nice house in Clifton Park with a big yard and a nice basement and we can go there and we can play and all this stuff. And and then my grandmother, who, you know, she has no no real need for a house, but she's she lives in this tiny i mean i i joke about our little broom closet that we live in and uh this is a palace by comparison now granted my grandmother in the 80s and early 90s when she lived there she was probably paying like i don't know 150 bucks a month to live there um but anyway it was uh you would walk in the building and oh my god you'd just be smacked in the face with just the stench of cigarette smoke i remember when my my wife and i were first married or just before we got married we were looking at apartments and we went to one and you walked in the, you know and it was like a common sort of area and the apartments are all inside and you walk in and you, and it's just like oh my god the smell of smoke so it's where like this guy's in the in the and, and nobody's out there smoking it's just you know it gets into the carpet it gets into the wood it gets into you know all the wood grains and things so if mark twain's house is preserved and it has like uh, this the books and the carpets and the wood and all the you know furnishings and things and yeah i'm sure stuff has been refurbished over the years but generally speaking it's preserved as it was so this is like, you know, pieces of wood that are a few hundred years old. It's like, well, yeah, I would think that that would smell like smoke. But then the kicker is, then this guy's like, he goes, yeah, it smelled like cigar smoke, like Mark Twain, almost as though somebody were in there smoking. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, he's like, now granted, I had just come in from a cigarette break where myself and some of the other folks on the ghost tour, we were out, out back having cigarettes. But I could tell this was ghost smoke. And you're like, okay, so let's recap here. You're a smoker. You smoke cigarettes. You just had a cigarette. And you're in a room of a famous person that has been preserved to be as close to its original form as possible uh, of a guy who smoked nonstop. And therefore, the smoke would have seeped into all the little crevices and spaces and carpet fibers and wood grains and all these things. And you're saying, yeah, it's ghost, it's ghost smoke. And she's sitting there, this, this Amy Bruni, who's hosting the podcast. She's like, wow, wow, wow. And I'm just like, wow. Like, but it's, it's just amazing. Like, you can just convince people of stuff. You just can. If they want to believe something, then guess what? It's true. If I decided today I'm going to believe in ghosts, then guess what? Ghosts are real. And I am now going to assign. Uh, ghostly qualities to all of the otherwise explainable things that happen. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's wacky. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, 
but some of the characters are just so there's this guy on now she's talking about Gettysburg and this guy is just he's just giddy he's giddy for ghosts he's giddy about ghosts and uh you know the guy from a couple weeks ago he's talking about well we were up in the attic of the prison and the guy was the tour people would say ow ow it burns me it burns me and i said well that's the ghost he's burning you because the ghost sometimes burns people and then amy bruni's talking about like she was in some place and like she's like and a ghost just wrapped his hand around my waist and just pulled me you know pulled me towards him i felt my hip pull towards him and the guy's like wow that's unbelievable and it's like eh, that didn't happen no it's it's just wacky like if i died i no longer have the use of my body my body is is a vessel a vessel for love a love vessel if you will uh just like will smith the lovable will smith um and once you're dead the body's just useless. It just sits there. It it turns to it decomposes. It stinks. Your systems uh, eventually, you know, evacuate, uh, and you you dry up and you shrivel up and you rot away. And the the worms and the maggots and so forth uh, will eat your carcass. And then it's just bones. And that's what's left is some just some bones. And so the notion that like whatever. You know, and then, you know, energy can't be created or destroyed. And so I get that, like, something that we, we use the word ghost to explain something. But just the, the idea that, like, let's say there is, like, this energy that leaves your body and it just floats around somewhere. Or it just, you know, evaporates into the air and, go. you know, it's just, it's just energy. It's, like, just the notion that, like, a, that somebody who is dead... Just it's we're now we're talking about like supernatural powers, like somebody could just physically put their hand on someone's hip and go. I mean, I guess if you're a ghost, I guess if you're that horny, maybe you can, maybe you can defy the laws of space and time and physics and <laughs> all of that. Maybe you can. What do I? I don't know shit about anything. Uh, so <coughs> excuse me. So this guy's on there, and he's like. Oh God! What was he talking about? He's uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I had to had to pause for a second. But anyways, the uh, so this guy, so the previous guy, he's talking about the ghost up in the attic, and this guy just he just sounds like a crazy man. He's like, <laughs> and 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 look, in my mind, he's crazy. I think if I go back and listen to the podcast, he doesn't sound he sounds like a normal guy. But we sit there and we in the car for 10 minutes, we listen to these things. And it used to be just listening to the spooky podcast in silence, but now I can't help myself. And I just start doing the voices because this, you know, last week she was at, you know, talking to this guy who managed the Hawaiian place and there were, you know, he was pretty normal. It wasn't that good of a podcast. Plus it's not like there's something about when they have like ghost stories that take place in Florida and Hawaii, like tropical areas. It's just not that, it's not that fun. I, I don't know. There's nothing. It's not spooky to me. Not to say that it can't be. We stayed in Hawaii one time. And everybody talked about like the ghost of King Kamehameha. And uh, and then we were in the we were in our place and in the kitchen, like the the blender just came on one day. All of a sudden, nobody was even near it. And it just the blender came on. And we said, oh, my God, it's the ghost of King Kamehameha inhabiting the, the our room this is unbelievable um but it wasn't spooky at all because it's like 
It's so nice. The weather's so nice. Uh, nice weather isn't spooky. That's the thing. I know hot weather is not spooky. You need like, you know, fall weather, gloomy, no leaves on the trees, a wi- cold, dark winter. What lurks in the shadows? And the you know, that's, there's no sh- there's no shadows in those places. Because there's no, there's just like some palm trees. The shadows are just wavy palm trees. That's not scary. You ever see somebody decorate Halloween with palm trees? No. I mean, sure, people who live in Florida decorate their palm trees, but nobody's, you ever see anybody, you see somebody in Massachusetts putting out like spooky palm trees? No. Palm trees stink. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so the Hawaiian guy wasn't that interesting, but this guy is talking about Gettysburg and he's, He's just talking about all the things. Well, you know, Amy, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, the uh, uh, there's quite a few hauntings out on the battlefield of Gettysburg. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, we're just sitting there. Now, he sounds actually nothing like that, but he does, you know, he has a voice that kind of sounds like this. And then, uh, of course, I take it, and I'm like, you know, she's telling the story about, like, the ghost grabbing her hips, and he's like, oh, that sounds like a paranormal encounter for sure, <laughs> Hey, Amy, that sounds like a real ghost. <laughs> and uh, we're just, you know, we're cracking up like idiots. So I was just imagining, like, what would be nice is, like, oh, so you're, get these two guys together. Have, like, the joint podcast of the of the ghost weirdos. Oh, hey, uh, hey, pal, what, what do you, what kind, what kind of ghosts you got up there in the, uh, in the haunted uh, penitentiary? I bet they're not as good as my ghosts at Gettysburg. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, we got the ghosts up here. They got, uh, they'll burn you. You got any ghosts burning you? I bet you don't have any, uh, any ghosts out there that's burning you on a, on a random Tuesday, huh? You got, you have the ghosts like we do? Well, I'll tell you what, we've got, uh, you know, we've got spooky, uh, cemetery ghosts. <laughs> those are, those are real ghosts, not, not some kind of fake burning nonsense. We've got, we've got big time ghosts. <laughs> Oh, you can laugh about all you want, but we got burning ghosts. I bet you won't walk through the cemetery and get burned on the back of your head, the back of your neck like our ghost tour people do. You you talk a big game about the ghosts, but we've got bigger, bigger and better ghosts than you do, fella. I tell you that much. Oh, yeah? Well, guess what? Uh, we have a ghost who uh, who grabbed Amy by the hips. <laughs> I mean, that's that's major. That's major ghost paranormal activity. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to have a conversation with these two. Have have Amy Bruni sit down with these two, these two wackos, talking about their ghost stories. Well, well, you hear a lot of things, you know. Uh, there was uh, they they talk about the uh, the Gettysburg and there's there's bodies that aren't even accounted for and the the numbers. Uh, here's a crazy story, Amy. The death numbers uh, from Gettysburg, they change every day because they, they change the definition of what was a Gettysburg death. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, you, you cha- well, we've got the same number of ghosts today that we had the last time we checked. It's all dead. Once they're dead, they're dead. I don't know who's, who's coming around saying, oh, he was dead, but now he's not dead. Or he wasn't dead, but now he's dead. They're just dead. So we, our ghosts are a little more legitimate than your ghosts up there at Gettysburg, it sounds like to me. What are you trying to say, pal? We don't have real ghosts? You want to come out here? I'll show you a real ghost. <laughs> come on. Let's take a look, buddy. Come, come come, see my ghost. I got ghosts. You want ghosts? I got ghosts. They don't call me, they don't call me paranormal Pete for nothing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, so that's, uh, 
that's the typical conversation in the morning on the way to school. I'll just listen to any any one thing that this that one of these ghost experts says, and uh, it'll just it'll just turn into it'll just turn into nonsense. Yeah, it's a. Some people say it's just a field. Well, guess what? It's a haunted field filled with ghosts. <laughs> Oh, well, we got uh, more than just, you got grass. We got spooky jail cells and attics and all kinds of crazy ghosts. So you can keep your little grass and mow your lawn and think that you're being tickled by a ghost. It's just the wind on the breeze there. We got the real ghosts. So you got nothing, feller. I hate to tell you. And what are you talking about? We got plenty of ghosts. We got grass ghosts. <laughs> you, think a, you think a grass stain just happens by, uh, by nature? Those are ghosts. That's grass stain ghosts. <laughs> I can't do it. It's killing me to do this. <laughs> oh, anyways. So I encourage you to check out... <laughs> I encourage you to check out Haunted Road with Amy Bruni. All right, here, here's what the guy actually sounds like. It just resonates there today. Like, you can't this is Amy Bruni. ...down the street in Gettysburg and not just have this feeling of something different about it. So in your years of... And here's the guy she's talking to. Where do you think most of the hauntings are concentrated? Are there any areas that are more haunted than others? Uh, yeah, there are. But, you know, it's <laughs> interesting, Amy, because it seems to change. 10, 12 years ago, I got a lot of stories coming from the uh, Spangler Spring area, and then they kind of faded. I'll tell you, Amy, it's pretty haunted, but sometimes the hauntings change. <laughs> you want to talk haunted, you know what's really spooky? Spangler Springs. Spangler Springs is really haunted. Hey, uh... Hey, penitentiary guy, you got any, uh, you got any Spangler Springs stories? Didn't think so, heh? <laughs> well, I don't know what Spangler Springs is, but I know about Bernie the Ghost. Uh, he's, he springs to life with his fire breath, and he'll burn the back of your neck, pal. He'll burn your neck on a Monday, or a Tuesday, or a Wednesday. Well, not Monday, because we're closed Monday, but Tuesday, Wednesday... Thursday, Friday, you name it, fella, he'll burn you. You, you can get your, your back of mouth springs or whatever it's called. Spangler Springs. It's called Spangler Springs. <laughs> anyway, it, sometimes the hauntings happen at Spangler Springs and sometimes they happen elsewhere. <laughs> now I'm starting to get some more from the Spangler Spring area. Definitely there are some places that are more consistent with hauntings. And uh, one, of course, would be Devil's Den. You know what's scarier than Spangler Springs? Yeah, that's right. Devil's Den. <laughs> you, think it's, you think a burning ghost is scary? You should go to Devil's Den right next to Spangler Springs. <laughs> so anyway, that's... If you want, maybe we should have a reality tour. We should have tickets. I've got two seats in the car. Uh, 50 bucks a ticket gets you... Uh, Gets you a 20-minute round-trip ticket to uh, to the middle school, and you can listen to the ghost stories. Well, the first 10 minutes on the way to the middle school, you can you can sit with us and, and listen to me make fun of the ghost stories. And uh, and then on the way back, you're going to just hear me listen to music and sing, and I will not acknowledge you at all. But, uh, yeah, that's maybe the, the middle school commute reality tour. That huge jumble of granite rocks down there below Little Round Top. It's a, it's a big jumble of granite rocks. Big jumble. <laughs> the triangular field those two places are pretty much go-to places if as i'm listening to his voice and i'm like how did i even get you get from a to b <laughs> that's what the guy said 
he's just kind of talking like this about Spangler Springs. And in my mind, it gets it goes through a whole series of translations. And when it reaches my brain, to me, it sounds like, hey, hey, Amy. Uh, yeah, one of the haunted places, Spangler Springs. <laughs> and then uh, Devil's Den. <laughs> Triangular rocks abound, Amy. Triangular haunted ghost rocks everywhere. <laughs> so... <laughs> Which is why we have, uh, you know, the entire Womack family based on absolutely nothing at all. And frankly, I can't think of Cliff and not think of the fake characters that I've made up for him. I want to go out on the battlefield and experience a haunting. The other one would be Saks Bridge. Mm -hmm. I don't like to send too many people out there because... You got Spangler Springs. You got Devil's in Den. You got Sack Bridge? <laughs> in the Gettysburg area, going right underneath that. Uh, and then what was the other one? Uh, Ohio State Reformatory. This was the guy that I had that was talking like this. Let's see. And sometimes you can feel an ice coldness walking around you. And one time, this is weird because it's already dark and you can't see your hand. Oh, that's not too far off. There's a cold ghost and a burning ghost. And one time... Of your face but it just got darker it was like somebody just put something over my eyes and like closing my eyes <laughs> really tight one time i was walking up in the attic that didn't have any electricity and it was the middle of the night and i was walking up there and it got so dark i said there's no way to dis explain this other than ghost hands covering my eyes it's so dark the only Possible explanation is ghost hands. And I've never experienced the darker than dark. <laughs> right. That that was darker than dark. They tried to debunk the darker than dark ghost hands, but they they, they couldn't do it. I said, you're not going to debunk the dark, dark ghost hands. You're, these dark, darker than dark hands, it's not debunked. It's bunked. I bunked it for you. Yeah, people, people try to debunk Spangler Springs all the time, too. And then I say, you can't debunk Spangler Springs. It's bunked. I bunked it. That's right. You bunked it. Yeah, bunked it. <laughs> okay, fella. We're friends now. Well, oh, sounds good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. <laughs> there, there's the excitement of every morning. Well, not every morning is quite like that. There are some... <laughs> and it depends on how <laughs> it depends on what my workday is looking like that that'll that'll set the stage for how good I feel on the morning commute but also how quickly does the child get showered and dressed and ready to go out the door at at uh, 745 like I ask and the farther away from that the closer to eight o'clock that we leave the less the less likely we are but but today was just one of those days we left late and I didn't give a fuck I had a meeting at 8. I didn't I'm like, yeah, we'll get it's all good. It's all good. I can't give myself a heart attack over this nonsense. Cuz then uh, if I'm dead, then nothing. Then there's nothing. And then I'll and then I'll just be a ghost. Actually, that would be kind of funny. If I was a ghost, I would just I mean, as an actual live human, uh I oftentimes find myself uh, groping my wife. And as a ghost, you better believe I would do it all the time. And then and she'd be like, huh, what the hell? And I'd be like, tee-hee-hee, it was a ghost, it was me. <laughs> you got ghost groped. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway. All right. Uh, <laughs> Got to run. Go to birthdayboyshop.com and get yourself some merchandise. And, uh, and that's it. Tell your friends about the podcast. Share the love. And we'll talk to you next time right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.